I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. We're back with more WrestleMania 12. Part two. We left in a rather inauspicious fashion. We left in a white Ford Bronco van <laughs> and a big gold car. Chasing a gold man across <laughs> L.A. Um, I mean, they would have had to have hired a helicopter for the footage. Except, what must people have thought? Except they didn't, did they? Because oh. they used some footage from somewhere else. They did not. They actually used the actual footage of the O.J. Simpson uh, race through the streets of L.A. Need I remind them that a woman and a man died? Their throats slipped. Save your taste and decency (laughs) for a sport that isn't the greatest one on earth, professional wrestling. (laughs) That's incredible. How did they They use that footage. They have this whole thing. This is also, it's not not like in the last three months this has happened and, you know, the trial is is not yet happening Mm. and you go, oh, that would be funny and contemporary. This is like two years years after after he's been cleared. (laughs) And so they have this weird thing where they go, oh, that'll be hilarious. That'll be hilarious. And the funny thing about it is, in that situation, wouldn't you put the bad guy in the car, not Roddy Piper? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, because Roddy Piper's all. doing the chasing. He'd be in a police car, Goldust would be in a gold Ford yeah. Bronco. It doesn't I, make any sense. What a shame that OJ didn't have an accomplice who escaped in a big gold <laughs> limo. That would have ironed out some well, of the creases that this. might have answered some of the questions <laughs> in, the, in the trial, to be honest. <laughs> I can imagine this is going to be played in the courtroom, and OJ will be going, you see, these guys are talking about another car. This will be a, a way <laughs> the, of getting the second it car, yeah. <laughs> The late, the late great Rob Kardashian going, damn it! <laughs> I knew. I knew it. And that was lovely little judge. Uh, what was his name? Judge Hito. I can't Ito? remember. Judge Hito. What's his name? It was Hito. Judge Hito. Yeah, it judge was Hito. Yeah, it was. Hey, good. I thought you were just calling him like a, like a Mexican crisp. <laughs> a little Judge Hito. Like, like, a little Judge Hito there. <laughs> it did sound like that. He was a tiny little chap. Judge Judgito. Judge Hito. Oh, dear. Kimonito. Um, Kimonito. That was his yeah, name. Yeah, Kimonito, you're he's, thinking of he's now. On the, Kim, oh, I'm always thinking of Kimonito. <laughs> Who isn't? You're talking about Jake the Snake uh, having a beautiful, uh, a beautiful flowing, <laughs> gut-hiding dress. Um, very much, uh, 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 Kimonito is, is, is would, never far away from my thoughts. I would love it if you unzipped Kimonito's suit and underneath was just like meat and bones and innards. That, it wasn't that, that a is, person. It's, it's a real creature. It's a real creature. It's a if you don't know don't what Kimonito is, Kimonito, a little, uh, a tiny mascot for, mm. uh, um, I think it's CMLL in uh, Mexico. Mm. If you've never seen him before. Just type in the words Kimonito GIF and yeah, you will see... see the most horrific <laughs> move in the wrestling ring. I, I and mean... I and I include the death of the blue bears. <laughs> I, I, I will have you know it is he survives and so we can all laugh at Kimonito GIF. Does he, it's, <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> and I don't like it. Match number three. Yay! Stone Cold Steve Austin with the million dollar man Ted DiBiossi versus Savio Vega. Right, so Stone Cold Steve Austin, he's a big part of the wrestling for, for <laughs> he later is. years. He is. In the later years. You wouldn't guess it from this match, would you? No. He, he looks almost handsome and young. You would you would never have watched this match and when, at this time the, and gone, he's the future. Yeah. It's you mad. Know? And you know, Triple H as well. It's like I don't like I don't these guys are household global phenomenons. They, they are, they, they Stone are Cold Steve Austin is the most successful wrestler of all time. Isn't that mad? Hulk Hogan was there for a, a long time. He made a lot of money. He sold out Madison Square Gardens. Mm. In terms of the money that came in and the merchandise that was sold, no one is close to Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's really? the biggest star the industry has ever seen. Is it just those Austin 3 16 t-shirts? They were a big part of it, yeah. Right. And, uh, I mean, this is only months away 
from the King of the Ring where he does the famous 316 promo, which is the thing that absolutely kickstarts the boom time of the business. Ah. What there is here is you've got a bloke who nobody thinks is any good. <laughs> yeah. He wrestles, they love, they love the way he wrestles, mm. but he's boring. So he's been fired from WCW because he's been injured and they, they fire him by FedEx along, you know, just get rid of him. Mm. And... The reason given, really, is they go, you're a great wrestler, they said, but you're never going to shift any merchandise. Right. And he comes here having spent a little bit of time in ECW where he's done some really good, good promos, he's worked really hard, mm. he's, he's developing a persona. You're right. And here, he comes in as the ringmaster originally, a really boring sort of, oh, you're the master of the ring, just black trunks. They give him Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, and the Million Dollar Belt as a way of going he's special, but also because I don't think they trust him on the mic. Yeah, okay. They're like, give him someone who can speak. Yeah. And so you get Stone Cold, and he comes out, and he's got a bit of fire in him, and he's mm. there with Savio Vega, who is a, a long-term veteran from Puerto Rico, he yes. used to perform as TNT and they they have a match that's okay mm. it's fine but you would never ever in a million years have watched this and gone that guy will revolutionize the business and he will do it almost single-handedly and mm. he will drag everything up with him it's fascinating to see stone cold when no one realizes he's stone cold steve austin it's <laughs> so Odd. He's got one big elbow pad and one small one. I didn't understand why. No, <laughs> that's probably on. that's probably the gimmick he had or something. You know, <laughs> they go, this is, you know, what's your gimmick? I've got big elbow pad, small elbow. elbow pad. Uh, Eric Bischoff's going to really learn his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Sell a lot of this. I could yeah. have a T-shirt that said one big elbow pad, one small one. The, the, I tell you what, the, the thing I probably didn't like uh, most about uh, this thing is not the pre-recorded um, horrendous shit and the treatment of uh, a great wrestling family in the in the, in the, roses. In the roses. Um, it's the audio mixing. Oh. They get the audio mixing so wrong. And this, they've done enough of these to know that when a person is not near a microphone, you can't hear them. <laughs> and in this case, the music is so quiet. Like, the ceremony is just pulled right out because the music's yeah. so quiet when, they, when, when they're going in and stuff. And, yep. and the mixing is just so uh, terrible. They also, they fuck them over because they put a little bit in where they cut to Roddy Piper. Yes, Roddy Piper's on the phone. Yeah. And you can sort of barely hear him. Yeah, because he's on like a he's on like a, a like a tinny little speaker that they've remiked up. Yeah, and it sounds dreadful. Because I'm after this throat gag. <laughs> In the middle of the match. Yeah, and they're going, "Wow, that's exciting!" Anyway, back to Stone Cold Steve Austin. You'll <laughs> <laughs> never shift anything. You can slightly see over the last couple of years why Steve Austin was like a powder keg waiting to explode. And <laughs> he's in that so angry way, in the way of, he's treated. Do you know what? I mean, we've we've done this in radio, and the people who you warm to over the years are the ones who get treated really badly, who've been there for a long time, and they're pretty good at their job, and they sit there and just start going, I'm going to take this whole place down with me. <laughs> I know where the sc- I know where Dibbity's lock-up is. It's full of skeletons. <laughs> I am going to lock this room, and I'm going to tell the bosses exactly what I think of them. And you can see Stone Cold is a bit like that, and you'd watch back your WrestleMania thing and go, wow, I had no idea when I was in the ring that they spent most of my match pretending to talk to Roddy Piper on a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Absolutely infuriating. It was such a strange mix as well. I, I, I don't know, it's just, it, just cutting to that was such a strange thing. Yeah, we are going to see a lot more of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Enjoy these bits where it's impossible to tell he's going to be the biggest star of all time. Mm. Enjoy him. What is the th- famous 316 thing? Because I don't actually know. 316, <laughs> in, in, uh, it's... A, a biblical quote. So yes. what happens is... Mark, is, is it Mark? Mark 316? Uh, John 316, John I think right. it is. So uh, what it is, is Jake the Snake Roberts mm. has come back and he's doing a slight gimmick where he's talking about how clean he is and how he's now a born-again Christian. Right. And at the time he was, but I don't think he was quite as clean as he was making yeah. it. But he was a born-again Christian and originally what was going to happen is Triple H was going to win the King of the Ring. But... In between the King of the Ring, which takes place, I think, in June, and WrestleMania, mm. Triple H is involved in something called the Curtain Call. Right. And we'll talk about that right at the end of this episode. Mm. But for that reason, Triple H gets punished. And they go, well, who else can win? And they go, well, we might as well make it Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. Stone Cold goes in and he has a final match with Jake Roberts. And Jake Roberts is talking all about his, his John 316. And there are passages in the Bible about 
Jacob wrestling with the angels or, or mm. my bit I could get entirely the wrong names I mean, there. I mean trust intense Jake <laughs> to rock the mic in that particular way but at the end Austin won and mm. he did a promo that is absolutely phenomenal mm. and he just basically sort of said Jake the Snake Roberts you know get out you know you're old you're past this is this you know you've had your shot you sit there and you talk about your John 316 well Austin 316 says I just kicked your ass. <laughs> he didn't say ass. <laughs> he said ass. <laughs> but I, I, I thought about it. I thought, if I say ass, it looks like I'm trying to be American. If I say ass, I get the story wrong. <laughs> I went for ass. But the next day, the arenas were full of Austin 316. Right. So Austin 316 as a biblical ver- verse would mm. be, I just kicked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the great things. Also, Magical. done entirely off the cuff. Okay. So this is just Austin letting loose and by letting loose at the right time he created i mean how many t-shirts did he sell eight million yeah nine million yeah ten million everyone had that t-shirt the ability to just be right at the right time on the right night Mm. and it changed not only your life but the business ah thrilling incredible so yeah this is the start this is the last time that austin fades into the into the distance Mm. Uh, from now on He's Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's so Thrilling. good. That's so good. Oh. Um, Mr. Perfect does a quick interview with Diesel. Yeah, why is Mr. Again, microphone. Microphone <laughs> technique, guys. Terrible. It's if nice not- to see Perfect around. I like Perfect around. Yeah. I wish he'd been backstage more. Um, <laughs> he would have got better at his job. But what you see here is you see Diesel, Kevin Nash. Now, Kevin Nash has handed in his resignation. He knows he's going to WCW in yes. a couple of months' time. And he it, he has checked out. He has checked the fuck out. The, um, it's sort of... <laughs> they don't call me Big Daddy Cool for no reason. I don't sweat the little things. Or the big things. <laughs> <laughs> it's no Austin 360. No, it isn't. And then he sort of off Mikey, off Mikey sort of goes, shout something. And they go, he goes, he goes no, no. Oh, this is dreadful. He's sitting there smiling smugly because he's going, I don't have to be good anymore. I just have to wait and then I get all this money. <laughs> and he just, he could not give her monkeys. And, and Mr. Perfect, <laughs> brilliantly, Mr. Perfect, who is a little troublemaker, he just turns and he says, go on, man, you can talk to him too. <laughs> and Vince oh, yeah. just goes, yep, right. <laughs> <laughs> just really good really Beautiful. good oh. and what I like about um, Kevin Ash is uh, when they zoom in on his face his features are quite soft yeah under the beard and the do- mat- fact that he's about seven foot tall and, and, and square um, and muscular uh, he's actually got quite soft features quite I an adorable he and, face. and Razor Ramon who leave at the same time mm. and then go to WCW and they kick off WCW's glory years with an invasion angle uh, right as, as the uh, eventually they're, they're the outsiders to start with but they become the new world order mm. they go there pretending they're still with WWF and the fans don't know and it blurs the lines between ah. what's real and what isn't and that's a big thing that changes with the industry but when they go, they go together and they're actually I, I didn't realise this at all when I was younger but I look at them and I go God if you were in a club with those two <laughs> You would, you would just, they would just be mobbed. They are two <laughs> such sort of good-looking, handsome men, and they're cocky, and, you know, oh, man, if you're in a club, the okay. other thing they do is they throw a drink at you, <laughs> and, and then they go, hey, what you going to do about it, Pee-wee? <laughs> I go, hey, Vince, you talked to him. Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> all right. There is a bit in a VT that they uh, play back from uh, one, of, one of the uh, other shows, and I had to replay it five times because it was so exciting. <laughs> The Undertaker coming out of the mat and pulling. Oh, yes. Pulling, pulling, pulling uh, Bret Diesel Hart, through. Pulling Diesel through, sorry, yeah. Yeah. I mean, incredible. Yeah, really I'd, good. How did he get the hole in the mat and how did it not ruin <laughs> the rest of the mat? And, oh, exciting. Oh, later on in More 1998, they'll do that in WCW with the Ultimate Warrior. Right. Where he'll come out of the ring and they didn't tell any of the wrestlers that they had a trap door in the ring for the Warrior to come out with. So <laughs> in the opening match, Davy Boy Smith landed on it with his back and it ended his career. Oh, no. Yes. So the magic is there's a <laughs> bloody great door there. <laughs> and if you don't know about it, you'll land on it on your back. <laughs> your back. Terrible. Oh, no. Uh, match four, the uh, debut of Hunter Hearst Helmsley uh, with a, an unnamed woman uh, uh, versus the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, she's named once. Yeah. Vince calls her S- Sable, isn't it? Sable, Sable, that's right, yeah. She would also become, after Sunny, the huge diva. Yeah, I seem to recall. I seem to recall her name probably as an older, older yes. woman. I guess she but. signed, and, and again in the Attitude Era when things were very different, and it was a racier product. Mm. She she was the first big WWF star to do Playboy. 
Right, okay, yeah. And she became one of the biggest selling issues of all time. Ah. Uh, it was, it was, she was that huge. Mm. Uh, she was the wife of someone we see in an interview who's a guy called Mark Merrow. Yes. And uh, they came along and Vince had basically seen the wife and gone, actually, I could use this woman. And she became a much bigger star than her husband. Right. Um, she's currently married to Brock Lesnar. Ah. Rena Merrow was her name then, and she's now uh, Rena Lesnar. Uh, but she, she was a huge star. Uh, uh, exactly the same as Sonny in that she became the most downloaded, you know, the, the most celebrated. Yeah. And also, you know, some of that went to her head a bit. Right. She became quite difficult to work with by all accounts. Ah. But I wasn't there, so I can't say. The wild man Mark Merrill looks about 50. I was just, I was <laughs> just going, Where, where's this guy coming? Why, why would you send a man yeah. who, like, what's he? What is he? It, where's it's, he? It's he, just interesting. Appear, he just appears. He comes from WCW uh, and he had a, a gimmick where he's called Johnny B. Bad because right. Dusty Rhodes, who was booking at the time, looked at him and went, he looked just like Little Richard. <laughs> And so, yep, that's what they thought. He's got a moustache. He's an Italian-American, and they they (laughs) essentially dressed him up as Little Richard, and then he did this, I'm so pretty gimmick, and Ah. uh, he did it for all he was worth. What's interesting here is they're bringing in people from WCW now, and when they, they bring in Goldust, they make him this androgynous transsexual. Mm. And Mark Merrow, they just go, oh, you're just you. (laughs) <laughs> and it's it's interesting how that begins to again they begin to get rid of the gimmicks yes okay. uh, and it becomes more serious oh more serious. I see. Um, at this point though Hunter Helmsley <clears throat> comes in uh, yeah he, he has again a, he's, he's obviously a massive part yeah. of wrestling now I suppose I yes. don't know uh, well, huge about him but he I, is he is uh, married to Stephanie McMahon he mm. is the man who will inherit the WWE when Vince McMahon steps aside wow is he does he have the um, chops. Uh, he does, he does, but he's proved that because he, he's in control of NXT, the right. filtering system, and oh. that is probably the best wrestling promotion in the world right now. Okay. Um, it's head and shoulders above the main product. There's a lot of very... Vince McMahon will not let go of this. It's yes. what he's been doing all his life, and he yeah. knows better. Um, he has proved time and time again that he does know what he's doing. Mm. He's getting older now, and there are some people who wonder if he's ever going to step aside mm. or whether the only way he's going to step aside will be in a box. But either yeah. way, when he does, the WWF or WWE will be taken over by uh, Triple H oh. and Stephanie McMahon. So uh, it's amazing to see how he starts. You know? <laughs> well, I didn't realise um, Triple H was a... It was like a, a posh boy kind of character, yeah, it seems. He, he, he had a, sort a bit of, of like... Connecticut blue blood yes, okay, sort right. of uh, a spin on it. Mm. He'd actually... He'd worked in WCW with uh, William Regal, uh, who was then Lord Stephen Regal. Yes. And so they were obsessed in the South with these aristocratic characters. <laughs> yeah, because they're Southerners. They like that whole thing of yeah, someone yeah, coming yeah. in and going, well, you're simply just filth. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my face. Yeah. Boo. Are you, are you an Oscar? Boo. Why, why you smell so pretty? Um, and uh, he comes in here against the Ultimate Warrior. Now, the Ultimate Warrior has been gone <laughs> since... The Warrior. Like, this guy comes in and he's all fancy and, like, really kind of stoic. And he's got, you know, he's got these really strong features. And Warrior comes in, fucking creosoted up to the nines, <laughs> off his face on... He looks like a Woo! like made of conkers <laughs> and just just conker like, boy. Like they've like you've wrapped a cat in conkers and stuck a firework up its bum <laughs> and then boom, like that. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Warrior had left in 1992 after failing some steroid tests. Right. Um, clearly, the test wasn't working the day they brought him back, but. What WrestleMania lacked this so steroids year... Steroids do not make you do that. <laughs> Though it makes it easier because your testicles are smaller. <laughs> they look like conkers. <laughs> conkers! Um, <laughs> I bet they did. I bet all the warriors... Testicles like little conkers. <laughs> conkers and a twig. One's the... Oh, Spiky poor one. man. Oh, Angry dear. about it. Why, am I, why is my junk so narrow? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, he, he, he comes back in. They basically had a problem with this WrestleMania. They don't have many stars left. Yeah. So they've got Undertaker, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. And everyone mm. else is... I mean, they're never going to be WrestleMania headliners. Yeah. So Vince goes back and says, I really, really want you to come back. Mm. Uh, they managed to to convince him to do so by giving him sort of all concessions, a huge amount of money. Um, and it, uh, they basically sort of went, nobody wants to see him wrestle for 20 minutes. No. So let's put him in with Hunter Hearst Helmsley and he'll crush him mm. and that'll be a great return. And Hunter had been to Gerald Briscoe, who was one of the agents who puts the matches together, mm. and said, look, he said, okay, I'm, I'm fine about this, I suppose, but... I don't want to give him my finishing move and have him just pop back up. Oh, he does that, doesn't he? Mm. And he was like, because it ruins that move. Mm. He can just do what he likes. He can beat me up and beat me really quickly, mm. but don't don't take away that thing which is my sort of end. I yeah. end every match with that. No. So they went to Warrior and they just went, would it be possible? And Warrior went, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so Hunter does I'm it. I'm not seeing the he bigger picture up. and sort of going like... Mo. 
in business for himself. And this this also is a period where everyone's in business for themselves. Uh, they don't I, look I can't at the imagine, like, uh, long term no, picture. There's no like I've got. No um, doubt in my mind that Vincent McMahon probably thinks he can, can do it until he's 99 because he's probably at a firefight so fucking much in oh, plate spin and just absolutely. deal with everyone's fucking ego. Mike, Christ. The, I mean, I mean, this ego is... on steroids, on all the drugs. Egos yeah. on coke, on yeah. all of the drugs. Yeah. And, he's had, and he's had to deal with that and, and calendar manage and all that stuff. Yeah. Like S- Saying to the Ultimate Warrior, mate, calm down. <laughs> and then saying, but in three minutes, I do want you to go absolutely lunatic in the ring. <laughs> but now, calm down. <laughs> it just—it just must be a nightmare. All these people coming to you, just you know, oh, I'm not happy about this. No. That, you know, would it be possible if no? I don't want to do him to do that. It just—it must be the worst. I, if I was Vince Man, I'd retire now. I'd <laughs> yeah, leave. I'd be like, this can do one. No interest. Um, the, the the terrible thing about this is it only lasted a couple of months, and then Warrior had left again. Right. They um, had disagreements about his contract, and he missed a load of house show bookings. Okay. So they sacrificed, you know, a young talent who was up and coming mm. for nothing. <laughs> for the conquer boy. Well done. And w- Warrior, after this short run in 96, he never returns again. Uh, right. He comes back 18 years after this to do the Hall of Fame. Yes. Where okay. he appears and then the next day he, he is on Raw and then I think that evening or the day after he's, he falls, just drops down dead. Yeah. So this is one of his last appearances and it's, I mean, it's just the shit. It's just <laughs> awful. I mean, I think a lot of people lost a lot of respect for him within the business there. They'd never, no one ever thought he was a good wrestler mm. but he was also, he'd come back then he was being a selfish, you know, shit. Yeah. Um, horrible. Uh, never mind. Horrible. Never mind. I think Triple H will probably survive. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll be all right. <laughs> he must look back on that now and just go, yes, best served cold. <laughs> You're dead and I'm, I own this billion-dollar company. <laughs> who's taking who's finishing move now, dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, next match is um, The Undertaker with Paul Bearer, of course, uh, defeating... Oh! Oh, yes. He's a good impression, that. It's, well done, <laughs> People will think that was played in. It wasn't. I'd done it with my mouth. There's, there's a bit... Um, well, I'd done it with my mouth. Um, Paul Bearer, um, sort of, you know, like, he does that kind of disgusted kind of look like... Oh. <laughs> like, he does... He looks at the... <laughs> It really, it really makes me laugh. I remind this bit as well because like, the Undertaker's there and he looks at the Undertaker and then looks away like he's disgusted. And he's like, "Ooh, gross!" My the man I have to drive in a car with him like all the all the hours of the day. With his, I'm disgusted with by his him. cartoon purple <laughs> coloured hand yeah. things. His That's gloves, quite like loose, embalming gloves, quite loose. The, yeah. the, the purple sort of um, sort flappy and slappy. They've got. This, uh, they've, they've got um, he's got a bit old west he's gone a bit he went a bit old west for a bit and now he's yeah. kind of like he's less cartoonish now i suppose he's, yeah he, he, they've definitely got his uh they've definitely got his look down they're beginning to work out there's something he... special about him yeah and they they're sort of making him have these this this is probably his best wrestlemania match up to mm. this point um uh, kevin nash's uh diesel is not that interested the very fact he comes <laughs> out and he's wearing on his trunks it says big d like big dick you know and he's you can see him smirking about that the whole way and it just becomes that you know oh you swaggering twat <laughs> it's great when he gets tombstone yeah but brilliant. this match as well it just it just it was dull yeah it's 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 not it just didn't pick up at all paul, paul, bear, at, paul bear at one point just got the power the urn <laughs> in this weird cat oh, this little oh my my undertaker see if I do it it goes into the pigs from um, the raccoons it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's very good yeah, that was played in that was that played, played in, in. <laughs> played in. <laughs> but he's There's... got like a cartoon sort of ant voice like oh, sort of oh, 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 I'm a ghost man I think <laughs> so weird are you a good embalmer because it seems to me like you're not very good at like empathy and things. <laughs> no. You're just rubbing an urn. <laughs> we just we just want to give Nana the I'm best. Sorry. <laughs> oh, is she I'm dead? G- <laughs> yeah, what are you dead. doing here? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit where Diesel walks over and the camera goes on to him and he goes, "Oh, better perform." And <laughs> he just goes, "Oh no, you don't!" <laughs> and the camera goes back and Diesel's long gone. <laughs> really good. Really good. Um, there's, oh. I was watching this on the network, and there was a bit. It lasts about I don't know, fifteen seconds, right. where the pi- 
picture just drops out and it was black. <laughs> and I was like, oh, a bit weird. And it flickers and then it comes back on and then it goes off again. So I rewound it and it wasn't like my internet playing up. Right. It's just a bit on the network where I don't think anyone's watched this match <laughs> since it's gone up. And no one's... It, it, oh, it's buggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no one's seen it. Just, <laughs> no just, just us. They're either watching... They're only watching it for Stoggos Divos' WrestleMania debut. <laughs> yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's early. Don't start, please. God, you know, this I found boring, but weirdly, I mean, it just, it doesn't quite get any better. It just, <laughs> you, you, you come back after this and, and it's, you know, it's a pedestrian match. Mm. And they do this sort of second half of this gold dust and Roddy Piper. Yes, yeah, yeah, piece. yeah. Now, the, the original bit that we've seen was actually filmed three weeks before. So they come out and they've had to be stage dressed in the same, oh, like, mess they've got in. Sweat, like a, like a damp, especially gold dusts. Yeah. Fucking panini sticker. <laughs> fucking nonsense. Well, gold dust, he, he gets busted open by Piper in the film bit. And yes. he's got some blood in his head. And when he comes back in, he's just got these two red sort of paint marks on him. <laughs> I mean, it really looks poor. And they do this thing and no one's into it because no one's really had it explained what these men are doing. No. They're just having a fight oh, that yeah, isn't so I a guess match. They, I guess the screens wouldn't have shown that, would they? In the I think thi- like, they do see it. Right. But then when the two of them sort of come in, they're just going, so what happens now? What? Well, imagine if you've been, <laughs> you haven't been to the wrestling before and this is your first <laughs> show. There's a, a, the, the, a weird man, a weird long yeah. man is fighting a man who who's sort of a bit Scottish, kind of. <laughs> and they're, just, they're fighting in the Hollywood parking lot and, it, and, and it, 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 he's beating up his car for some reason and he's chasing him. <laughs> and then they... And then, you seen the OJ Simpson stuff and gone? What's what's the, what message are they sending? And Ron Piper really muffs up his, his park job because <laughs> he just smashes it in the side of his. Car. It's just like he doesn't do it enough for it to be deliberate. No, because he's just like, have you just fucked that? You just, like, are you going to have to get it out the wrong side of the car now? There's lots of stories about about uh, you know Piper would say I uh, I got hit by the car accident when Goldust was driving it. I didn't know it was going to happen. Oh right. Uh, okay. And there's another one where he says I agreed to do it because oh, Vince McMahon was babysitting. My son, Kid, yeah, and there's yeah, a favour yeah. I did to him, and there's other ones where Goldust was sort of guy lost control, and it just went straight. And it's all this, guys. Come on, you t- come on. <laughs> you know, uh, don't try and make this like you know. Oh, someone nearly died. <laughs> no one. Uh, the only person who nearly died was me because I was bored. <laughs> um, oh, that man who had a spray paint your fucking car. <laughs> oh, that horrible heavy gold paint. <laughs> they, they, they get into the ring and they just sort of, you know 
Goldust sort of takes over quite mm. quickly. But Goldust has these bits where in the match he gets distracted. Yes. Because he's pansexual. Yeah. Uh, and so he'll be beating up Piper and then he'll grab Piper's bum. And the audience, they don't like it. <laughs> they do not like it. Even in the even in Hollywood. What? Even in even I on think, the West Coast. I think by like ninety six. You don't want to boo people for doing something which could be perceived as being gay. Yeah. And you're you're just going, oh, what do I do? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's misjudged, isn't it? It's Can we like, just sit it, here and go, Ugh. I'm uncomfortable about this. There's, there's another bit where Goldust straddles Piper mm. and the crowd briefly go, Ugh. <laughs> there's a weird noise uh, like that and he then rubs Piper's nipples mm. and then he goes to choke him and when he goes to choke him they go oh okay okay <laughs> something back, right and they go room. oh boo like that <laughs> nowadays that, that's part of lovemaking isn't it <laughs> these young people I've seen some videos oh mate we, these guys weren't brought up in pornography what's wrong with just kissing someone on the cheek <laughs> all the lips yeah Goldust ahead of his time your hand, yeah. Goldust I invented choking. <laughs> <laughs> Repulsive. Um, it just uh, the, the end bit is, and there's no pinfall either because mm. this isn't really a match. Mm. And so they go, how does it end? And Goldust suggested this himself um, that Piper would tear off his uh, costume, mm. and underneath he's wearing a negligee, sort of women's underwear, a basque, and sort of mm. suspenders. And he'd gone into the big girls' department of Fredericks of Hollywood and bought this <laughs> underwear set for himself to do. <laughs> and they pull it off, and I just love the fact that he then runs away, trying to cover himself up. <laughs> like he's not me. Mate, you've spent the last 25 minutes trying to bum Roddy Piper <laughs> in front of everyone, oh, and now you're all coy, because we've seen, we've seen you've got a suspender belt <laughs> Mate, you're supposed to be a sexual monster. I know. Why are you scared now? Yeah. Oh. You've just tried to molest a man in front of 20,000 people. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, don't let them see Miss Scanties. <laughs> oh, Goldust, you... Hey, mate, you talk a good game. Yeah. Yeah. When the chips are down there, <laughs> yeah. you're not down to clowns. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, Austin 316. That's how, that's how easy it comes to me. New t shirt. <laughs> you're not down to clown. Picture a gold dust bumming Roddy Piper. <laughs> Magic. Nipples. Magic. No, just flicking his nipples. Choking him from behind. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to sell some of those. <laughs> until, until the very much, uh, very much present gold dust character <laughs> sees that we're doing yeah. that. Yeah, we might have to wait for uh, a few years for another prominent messenger to pass away. <laughs> <laughs> and the final match, match six. Only only six matches, mate. Yeah. Um, uh, world champion Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels in a one-hour Iron Man match. Um, Shawn Michaels uh, with uh, Jose, <laughs> Jose Lothario. Yeah. Not his real name, obviously, <laughs> but Jose Lothario. <laughs> How long did that take to come up with? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I love it. And that's lunch. He comes out and he's basically, they had they, they put them together. I don't know whether it was an attempt to make Shawn Michaels look a little bit more humble, that he's got a, a, a trainer who, who trained him when he was younger. Yes, okay. Legitimately, you know, not a huge amount, but enough. Mm. So Jose Lothario used to be a sort of wrestler, never in a mm. massively high calibre. But I think they brought him out with the idea they were sort of like, look, he's a sort of like young student and, you mm. know, he's isn't he respectful to people and who he are knows, in his life? Yeah, and he knows... Um, what he wants to, he he respects the craft, and that that's yeah. a lot of the VTs, and all of yeah. these VTs are just kind of like interviews that with the said, two. They were a strange combination, and Jose Lothario added nothing to this <laughs> act at all. The best bit is at the start when they introduce Shawn Michaels, they play his music. I'm just a sexy boy, yeah. sexy boy, and Jose Lothario <laughs> comes out in his granddad jumper, sort of waving at the crowd, <laughs> and there's no nothing behind him. Yeah. There's no one, and he just walks through, and it's a bit like. You know, you sort of get those stupid, like, CBBC specials, mm. and it will be, I don't know, like, Grandpa Dunstan's World Cup adventure, and he gets... <laughs> I don't know if I've seen this or I've dreamt it, <laughs> but almost like one of those things where a grandpa figure Has will be happily, yeah. and he'll end up walking down the player's tunnel and coming out, and he'll be in the middle of, like, a big like bar, Barcelona stadium, yeah. and he'll be looking around going, Core! Oh, I yeah. don't... I don't. <laughs> and they'll cut back to six 
very English looking people in in the in the audience going granddad granddad <laughs> yeah grand. and it's a bit like that and the ball goes in off his ass and they win and Barcelona <laughs> win the World Cup <laughs> and they try and give him a trophy and he goes no I'm all right with this and he's got some sweets or something yeah, what he's got granddads do I just want me slippers. Cling, uh, and then a dog goes woof. Uh, <laughs> sell that. <Nice. laughs> but it's good where he comes out, and it's just he doesn't. I don't get the impression he quite knows if it's going well. Yeah, I don't think he's the audience he are like, really what's he up it. to? He, 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 he only does the first um, turnbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> he only goes up the, up, on, on, on one. And uh, then he does a good thing, which is he just points, <laughs> and you see everyone behind him in the audience going, "What's he pointing at?" Yeah. And they look, and in the spotlight, right at the top of the, the huge stadium, <laughs> I think there's actually only about 16,000 people there, but at the top of the stadium is Shawn Michaels, and he comes down on a zip wire. Yes. And he makes the, he's the only person I've ever seen do a zip wire who goes, do you know what, I'm going to trust, I'm not going to fall to my death, <laughs> I'm going to look cool while I do it, Yeah. and if I do fall, fine. It's happened. But, I'm going to fall even if I look all nervous. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I might, so as, might well as well look cool. And he comes down and he looks the fucking business. Well, he's just working it, isn't he? I mean, I, I hope he's done it before. Um, he's like, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> but is this pre-accidents? Um, yes. So yes. I, I imagine people doing it nowadays, probably <laughs> a yeah. little bit more um, selective of their teamsters. Absolutely. It's it's an extra risk, isn't it? Yeah. But God, it's a needless risk. It works there. Well, it works and also he gets out of it quite quickly as well. It gets yeah out the hardest very quickly and I think that's a lovely touch because it's it so I think the other thing that's funny about that is he comes through the crowd and in mm. th- this period you never had sort of wrestler interaction right you know there weren't sort of festivals and you know fan fests and things mm. like that you had no contact with these larger than life stars Mark you're a fucking liar because there was a fan fest last year <laughs> with Hillbilly Jim with Hillbilly Jim and Doink in the Dunk Tank Doink in the Dunk Tank that's <laughs> true that's true <laughs> Shawn Michaels was notable from his absence. Do you know who they had there? Doink in a dunk tank and Hillbilly Jim. So Shawn Michaels comes in and people are shitting their pants to be that close to him. So many of them, as they cut through, are dressed like him, wearing his always merchandise, and he just blanks all of them. And he's just like, I'm going to the ring. And he does it so well. He is phenomenal here. And he knows what's going to happen is he's going to have a match that he is going to absolutely shine in. It's, um, you know, Bret Hart then comes out, it doesn't have a, a, a zip line entrance. He doesn't have. A, he doesn't have as good a song. I, I, I know it. it it's so silly when it gets to. I, I know I'm sexy. It's the way he <laughs> says. Because I don't think he was singing it on the last WrestleMania. No, it was originally else. it was Sensational Sherry. Right. She used to sing it. But when boy. they when they got rid of her. He uh, had to sing it himself. He, he I know I'm sexy. Yeah, more arrogant. Why? I think it G- was... Jimmy Hart co-wrote that track. Did he? Which I think is a wonderful little uh, song. I, I, I'm more Imagine and more right. thinking the person that we need to, I don't know, just live with for a bit Jimmy is Jimmy Hart. Hart. He reminds me of Mike from uh, The Young Ones. <laughs> he just glues it all together. I just think he'd be continually bouncing up the stairs going, hey guys, let's I... do another song. <laughs> and you go, all right, Jim, yeah, let's let's have a quick go of that. Do, do Maybe wanna... later we'll go to the swim baths. You know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Fucking. Why would he need to bound up the stairs? He's got a fucking megaphone, Mark. <laughs> He'd stand at the bottom Very and he uses megaphone. He was actually in a uh, WWE produced reality show called Legends House. <laughs> Legends House? Yeah. Like when they pretended that the whole of the Wu Tang Clan lived in one house. <laughs> yes. That, that house is uh, Mean Gene Oakland, Roddy Piper. Um, oh, I'm trying to think now. I think Iron Sheik was in it. Oh, no. Yeah, Hillbilly Jim. need to see this right now. <laughs> we need to end the show right it's now. It's more annoyingly scripted than you want. Oh. That's the that's the problem. Nobody's complaining about their old man medicine, guys. <laughs> My back. Just, just the screams of old men in the night because their knee's frozen in the night. Oh, my knee. My fucking knee. That could be any of six people. Oh, my fucking knee. That's the shake. That's the shake. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's just tweeting. He's just reading his tweets back. <laughs> he's just found out his his daughter's just given birth. <laughs> Mother fucking a baby. <laughs> Fuck on you. <laughs> Amazing man. Amazing man. <laughs> the, uh, the Legends House coming Brett, soon to the WWE Network. Hot sitting at home. I thought they were going to talk about my one hour match, but <laughs> never mind. Legends House. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that's on the network. Yeah. You'll, 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 oh, so, never, someone's getting up late tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> Tired. <laughs> Bret Hart walks in and he just looks fucked off. He's just, you know, you can tell he's annoyed. He's, I, I read his uh, autobiography this morning just before I came out about what he says in this bit. Okay, right, yeah. And he was saying, I worked really hard to get into shape for this. He said, I, I had the feeling they were doing a passing of the torch. Well, I was going to show them, you know, the, the torch wouldn't be passed, didn't need mm. to be passed. And he, he, he trained really, really hard for mm. this. He just was eight years your lawn to do a, 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 a one-hour match. An hour, you know. He was eight years older than Shawn Michaels, so right. he really sort of felt, okay, I've, I've got to do this. And, you know, he, he really goes. Mm. He does not let up at any point. Mm. In the book, he criticises Shawn Michaels saying, oh, he actually runs out of energy. Right. Uh, he potatoes and gives him stiff shots the entire time. And I think that's also, they look back on it, and in the you'd look at like the match he has next WrestleMania with Steve Austin, right. where you'd go, that's a really hard-hitting match. And Bret Hart would go, yeah, it was hard-hitting, it was great. This one, because he hates Shawn Michaels still, he's going, yeah, he's really hit me hard all the time, and he's really, you know, bad. And then he got tired, and I had to carry him, <laughs> and he's just like wet rags. And it's really sort of like, oh, mate, oh, mate. But... It's a funny thing with the Iron Man match. They, you can't get really excited until it's getting into the last minutes mm. because you know it's not going to end. Yes. So you know you've got to be there until the end mm. for it to mean anything. Yeah. There's a funny thing about this. This one goes with no falls, which was, I think, a really, really bold move. I think it's a, it's a really clever way. If you, if you hadn't have done it here, someone else would have done it and everyone would have gone, what a brilliant idea. No and, falls, as in... So they do the whole hour and nobody manages to get a pinfall or a submission. Right, yeah, yeah. So okay, in an yeah. Ironman match, every single Ironman match they've done in the WWE since, there have been at least seven pinfalls or submissions within, right, okay. within the, okay, the yeah, time yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the reason for that is it keeps you entertained. Well, this mm. one, they just hold off and hold off and hold off. And it just makes it... I think people are just going... When's God, it going to get closer? Time. To, yeah. yeah. When's it going to get closer to someone submitting? Yeah, and you have that funny thing about if you do pin someone within the first twenty minutes, and then the other person, you know, uh, pins you, then it's back mm. on that thing, and you're fighting again, mm. and it does give a sort of beat. And I actually think it's a bolder thing to just go. What if we could just fight forever without ever finishing? <laughs> I think it's great. There's a great bit in this. It picks up where the ring announcer Tony Chimmel is sitting in a chair, <laughs> Bret Hart falls on him, and then Shawn Michaels does a super kick. Bret Hart leaves it to it's perfect timing. But Jesus Christ, does that kick really rock it into Tony Chimmel's face? Because <laughs> he wouldn't have seen, because in the rest of the movies, he really gets it. Hart he's in the way. First thing he he's seen, in the way. First thing he sees is the, is the foot. He must have thought, did, did Bret Hart's head hit me? <laughs> the back of his head hit me. There's no time to work out what's going on. <laughs> Again, that was a really clever bit, because <laughs> sometimes, you know, they they do stuff where wrestlers knocked over people, but they'd never done it where it was just some bloke sitting in a suit who you didn't know, who suddenly is part of the action. And you're like, fuck, was that supposed to happen? That was great. And they wheel him off on a stretcher and it all carries on. And at that point, the audience are like, this is something special. I'm enjoying this, yeah. you know. And it, and it just goes, there's, there's a funny thing. They were trying to go here. We're getting rid of all the razzmatazz and all the silly gimmicks. Will wrestling work? Mm. And at the start, you see Stu Hart, who is Brett's dad, right. who is sitting at ringside next to classy Freddie Blassie. And they brought back two of these old wrestling legends. And these guys, if you'd brought them back the last year, they'd have gone, God, this is awful and shit. Mm. This year, they would have gone, that was really impressive. That was great. Yeah. So there is an attempt to sort of make it just, you know, wrestling again. Doesn't, um, doesn't Brett's... So whose kid is, is, is in the crowd? Uh, sorry, uh, sorry. So Brett's, I think Brett's kid yes, is in the crowd. That's right. I think his name is Blade. And Yes, Blade. And he's spotted singing I know, the sexy song. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah, singing the other wrestler's that's song. That's great. Which I think is lovely. There is a bit at the end where Shawn Michaels goes out and he sort of ruffles the kid's hair mm. and gives him a shaking hand mm. and the kid is just smiling. <laughs> and you, uh, if you're Brett Hart again, you just go, I hate this fucking guy, Shawn Michaels. And look how much so my much. kids love him. <laughs> and, and they've just seen him beat up their dad. And they're going, <laughs> You're the coolest. <laughs> you know, oh, Sean. Sean, you naughty boy. Great to see Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, back now the president or whatever he's been given. President of hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> Will you uh, stop? Winding up the UN. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, uh, when he comes in um, and, and, and informs the official that he's the, there has to be a winner, mm. will you not stop this match? <laughs> um, and, uh, and demands that the match gets restarted. He um, he's so fucking massive. Oh, he's and, huge. and because you only ever saw him like with other big guys, yeah. like, you don't realise that he's fucking massive. He is insane. <laughs> there's, so there's tall. A, a really, really good tall. little um, uh, 
the sort of angle he did with Muhammad Ali, right? Where he ends up putting Muhammad Ali in an airplane spin, and it's from the seventies when Muhammad Ali is really, you mm. know, at his peak. Mm. And the thing you notice about it is Muhammad Ali looks like a child <laughs> because Gorilla is so big. He is so big. Oh man, I love to see him there, and yeah. I, and, I, and I'm pleased that you know this isn't far off from the end of his life, and he's still involved mm. at the heart of this. He's just done a funny enough an angle with Vader on Raw. I think it was one of the early sort of um, ones in the year mm. where Vader attacks him as, as a president. So it's his last bit of ring work. Right, okay. Um, but, ah, oh, Gorilla Monsoon, president of our hearts. We hate to look back at the rose tinted uh, glasses, but that's <laughs> literally what he's wearing. So it's kind of hard not to. We're looking at his eyes through them. It, it was just a red like world. A beautiful red, red world. <laughs> Man. Well, it's more lavender. <laughs> yeah. it's, like a, it's like an off purple. I have one of those beautiful lavender bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Num num num. No, oh, beautiful. Oh, he's delightful. This this match, I, I, I did watch it and I did think, God, they're really good, but mm. I didn't particularly enjoy it. No, it's um, too long. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> just any match goes for an hour, it's too long. It is. There's a funny bit at the end as well where Bret Hart, they, they'd split the match between them, so Shawn mm. Michaels did the first 25 minutes mapping right. it out, which is the hardest bit, really, because yeah. you just have to get into it. Bret Hart does the next 35, right. and then Shawn Michaels was in charge of the last five. Oh. And you can really see, you know, God, that five minutes is great yeah so Shawn Michaels finally gets his super kick and you know pins Bret Hart and there was a bit at the end where they discussed it they only talked about the match that morning they talked about it for three hours yeah but they'd only talked about it that morning I mean how do you even explain to someone what's I mean I guess guess it's just being really good at your job Bret uh, Bret Hart said they everything that they talked about and mapped out just Mm. in their conversation they did he said neither of us forgot a single thing they were at the peak of their powers yeah Um, it, it is a, an amazing achievement that match like, mm. it's just it's impossible to watch it <laughs> without going well you know well we, we, you can't end this until an hour's up yeah so there's no there's no chance of you going what's going to happen because mm. you go well i've got to be here another and there's a countdown as well oh another 42 minutes well that's that, again back to the sports entertainment thing that looked really sportsy Yes, having the didn't little it? countdown, having the countdown and the, yes. the score of and the, the initials and, and stuff, yeah. and also a good a good swerve because they know mm. they're not going to have to use it, yeah. but they've put it in anyway. Yeah. Cleverly done, cleverly done. <laughs> they, they they had a bit at the end where Bret Hart said to Shawn Michaels, "Do you know what? At the end, I'm not going to shake your hand, mm. and that will sow the seeds of there being a bit of bad tension between us, and it enables us to carry on." Mm. And he said, "Probably what I think should happen is I'll chase you through the year, but then I'll win it back at WrestleMania 13." Right? He said, and Shawn Michaels visibly went. Oh, <laughs> and he sort of went, hmm, yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> See how the song okay, goes. okay. So uh, Brett doesn't shake his hand in the ring. Right. And then Shawn Michaels, uh, apparently when, they, when they'd finished, when he'd actually pinned him, mm. Shawn Michaels had just turned and said, this is my moment, get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> so Brett Hart had walked off, and then Shawn Michaels, you know, does his celebration. He goes around, he shakes Brett Hart's kid, Brett Hart's dad, he goes and shakes his hand, and then he comes out. Anyway, Brett's back at the hotel with his kids, having a beer and things, and he wakes up the next morning, and Owen Hart says, oh, Shawn Michaels is really upset with you. He says, what, what's going on? He said, he said, you just walked out without shaking his hand, and he's really upset. And they said, but that's what we agreed. And he was like, that's not what Sean says. So <laughs> even when he beats him in front of all those people, Sean Michaels goes, I've got another little little one, <laughs> little one up over the, over the little, it man coming up. Little something. Yeah. Isn't, it, isn't it weird that, like, even after an hour's worth of wrestling, where you're both <laughs> giving your fucking all, that you planned that morning, you you come out and still have the energy <laughs> to fuck someone else over. Here's my... F- both professionally yeah. and privately. Are you going to finish the match with your finishing move? Yes, I am. And then I'm going to do another finishing <laughs> move. Nice. <laughs> um, th- 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 he's so good. I wish this wasn't... I should love this, because mm. it's, it's all about wrestling and it's all about, you know, two of the people at their peaks who are the two of the best of all time. Uh, somehow, uh, I found it a bit hard to watch. That's a terrible thing to admit to. We're going to find out just how good Sean Michaels <laughs> is. That's what Brett says. I'll tell you, Sean was easily the best I ever had. Sean was easily the best. We just clicked. Everything we did was just perfect. Nobody has topped him. Ooh. That was Sonny talking about having sex <laughs> with wrestlers. She also says he was above average in size, but... He was not her boy toy when it came to oral. 
Where did this come from? It was Why above no? average. The it's only thing was Sean, he show. wasn't too much into oral. Oh. He was more into sex, not oral. In Sonny's opinion, the master of oral is Chris Masters. Um, but he well, takes. A, he only gets the silver medal overall. I got off with Sean every single time. The difference is we had that chemistry. But <laughs> as far as oral goes, Chris, every single time without fail. <laughs> Uh, that's from an interview uh, with Sonny from a few years ago. Um, what happens after this WrestleMania is the world explodes Why in, of wrestling. An, in an orgasm. <laughs> in an, in an, an oral-tinged orgasm. We get the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. WCW suddenly becomes phenomenally successful. Mm. The WWE counters by doing Steve Austin and Vince McMahon, and yeah. it begins rocketing. So 96 is not the best year. It's the year where the changes start to be made. 97 and 98, they really, everything becomes exciting. And the world of wrestling has never, ever been bigger. Mm. Couple of quick things in May, so just about a month after this, they have the last uh, matches of Razor Ramon and Diesel, and it takes place at a house show in Madison Square Garden. Right. And after the match, which I think is something like Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels in a cage, all of their other friends come down and they break kayfabe. And kayfabe up to this point is still going on. The good guys aren't friends with the bad guys yeah. and the bad guys aren't friends with the good guys. And what happens at Madison Square Garden is Vince McMahon, who loves Triple H and Shawn Michaels, they're all just, you know, cool and fun. He says, you can go out and say goodbye to Razor and Diesel, but don't overdo it. Yeah, They go out and they start hugging and the crowd applaud and they point at each other and they just celebrate and they destroy kayfabe. Mm. And it was being filmed by a fan with a camcorder. Oh, no. And it was one of the early things that got out on all the tape trading things. Wow. And they destroyed kayfabe. When they came back, Vincent Mann was furious. He said you were supposed to go out there and just sort of, if you like, point at each other and then leave. It's like a theatre show, isn't it? And you were in there hugging each other, lifting each other's arms and everything, Mm. and the crowd went mental. So Vincent Mann says to Triple H, you were going to win the King of the Ring. Right, you're going to be punished. He can't punish Sean, he's he's the champion. Mm. He can't punish Razor and Diesel because they've gone. Mm. So he goes, it's you. So he doesn't get the push at King of the Ring. They end up giving it to Steve Austin. Steve Austin ends up becoming the biggest star of all time as Mm. a result. So hugely sort of important. Wow. Um, This year, though, June 96, Hall and Nash turn up in WCW and the, 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 the... viewing figures for both Nitro and Raw begin creeping up and they have this battle of supremacy Mm. sometimes Raw wins sometimes Nitro wins Um, July 96 they have the Bash at the Beach pay-per-view where Nash and Hall are joined by a mystery partner to take on WCW Sting, Lex Luger and and Randy Savage Mm. and that mystery partner turns out in the end of the match to be Hulk Hogan who turns heel and again rejuvenates his career Ah. absolutely huge is this the Hollywood Hogan uh, it is yeah in the summer uh, Olympics of 1996, Kurt Angle wins gold uh, in the wrestling, and he he goes to the final with a broken freaking neck. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he wins. Uh, In mid-October, Bret Hart's uh, contract with WWE is coming to an end. Uh, WCW basically say to him, we will give you what you want. Hmm. He says, I want to get paid what Hulk Hogan is being paid, plus a penny. They say, (laughs) nope, but we'll give you something like £2.3 million over three years. And he says, that's amazing. He goes back to Vince and says, that's an amazing offer. Mm. Vince says, I can't match it, but Mm. I'll give you a 25-year contract for $14 million over the life of the contract. Brett Brett says, fantastic, it's not really about the money. I just want to be somewhere, you know, that I love for the rest of my life. Mm. And Vince, in a couple of years, can't pay that contract and that leads to the Montreal screw job ah. in 97 so this year everything that happens in this year lays the seeds for all the things that just by total chance just make wrestling thing. a billion dollar industry mm. it's just oh it's such an exciting thing to watch it happen wow um, in October uh, on WWF programming everything's also getting a bit real so Bret Hart gets really annoyed uh, that Shawn Michaels has done Playgirl magazine <laughs> right. with the WWF title and he comes <laughs> out on stage and said um, you know it's not girls reading that magazine, you know. And Shawn Michaels responds... Why is everyone having a go at the gay men? ...by saying, essentially, he sort of says, Bret Hart, you sleep with women on the road. <laughs> <laughs> that, was his, that was his biggest zinger. In, no, in November 96, the other thing <laughs> that, that happens is the mass transit incident. And uh, all of these kind of like phrases, like mass transit, uh, Montreal Scooter, drop the curtain, yeah. all that stuff, it's kind of like, this is I've where, heard of these. Th- this is the most exciting bit where wrestling stops being uh, a thing that people are writing in rooms and it starts to be a thing where people are going, the real stuff is coming out to the fore. Yeah. Mass transit 
just just Google it mm. and watch the video. It's right. the worst thing. It's also oh, I shouldn't laugh. It's really funny, but it's 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 just a, a seventeen year old a wrestling fan. Uh, he was at an ECW show, and the the one of the wrestlers wasn't able to make it, and he approached Paul Heyman, who was the operator of of ECW, and said, uh, "See, you've got one of the wrestlers can't do it. I'm a trained wrestler. Um, I'm twenty three years old. He was seventeen. He said, and I was trained by Killer Kowalski, who was also the person who trained Triple H, yeah. big big star in the sixties and seventies. And Paul Heyman looked at him and sort of went, "Okay, all right then." And the match he was in was in was with someone who's insanely violent called New Jack. <laughs> and this kid who is seventeen is he's very overweight and he performed as mass transit. He was essentially dressed as a bus driver, <laughs> and within moments. New Jack has cut his head open, severed two arteries in his head, and he's beating him with a toaster. Mass Transit's dad is screaming from the side, he's only 17! And Mass Transit is shaking and goes into unconsciousness. Now, New Jack faced a couple of charges on this, and he was cleared all the time. It turned out that, obviously, that Mass Transit had lied about his age, uh, and when he was being taken out on a stretcher, he'd also managed to flip off the crowd. Uh, he, he died very young, Mass Transit. Uh, unrelated, right. uh, it was uh, just one of those strange things where this, this lad, I think he died when he was about 23, 24. Right. But it's, it's a, a, a unique unique piece of wrestling where it crosses the line it becomes something real and that was one of the most famous clips that you could see in this era and it was that big thing about people say wrestling isn't real it was damn real for fucking mass transit um and it's it's just it was all part of that chaotic thing where people were going further got... than no one had ever been before <laughs> the fact that you sort of say it, you know it was pretty good for mass transit like he's a wrestler <laughs> he proved himself not to be not to uh, to be honest i mean i mean he's has clip, he earned that name i don't know his, I, that mass that... transit clip has been on more video compilations <laughs> and watched more time on youtube than i would say 85 percent of normal wrestlers output. would he have made more money Money than Virgil at a sky. <laughs> he probably would have done. <laughs> would you like me to sign this in my blood? <laughs> um, and, and worth mentioning as well for me, uh, <laughs> September the 11th. Yes. Of course, 1996. Um, a, a huge tragedy, obviously, which is the, the death of Sapphire. Oh. Sweet Sapphire at oh, 61 years old. No. Often missed, but one of the greats. She'd, um, she left the, she'd left the company like a long time ago. She, she had, she, yeah. She'd, 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 she'd only... fallen out of love of wrestling simply because she couldn't work with Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, anymore, is... and, and do you know what? The longer we go through watching pay-per-views <laughs> that don't have Dusty Rhodes in it, I know how she feels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see more dust. More dust. More feel. sweet dust. Oh, Wow. That's well, WrestleMania that was, 12. That's, that was, that's unusual in that we've actually talked about one match for shorter than it lasted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we have uh, managed to clear out a whole WrestleMania in just two episodes, which is very wow, rare you for lucky us people. these days. Um, uh, uh, one thing before we go, um, I think this weekend was the um, 25th anniversary of Shockmaster. Yes, His yes. Or something, so. Oh, look, all the classics: Shockmaster, Mass Transit. <laughs> when, when is do I see Shockmaster at any point? Do you? Uh, he used to be called uh, Typhoon or, or Tugboat. So oh, right, yeah. We've yeah, seen so him a couple of times. Seen, in, oh, people in, know him as right. Okay, yeah, yeah, natural disasters, I think. But because um, I want to talk about it just very briefly, like. Is, is Ed is a is a his helmet is a is a stormtrooper's <laughs> helmet that they've spray painted. Well, they've put they've put glitter on it now. <laughs> If that had achieved any level of success, he mm. would have had to have rebranded anyway, because you can't just spray paint a fucking George I, Lucas I, product. I think the idea was he would come through that and they would go, we're not going to reveal who it is oh, until and it the just match. Be like it, it may as well just be in a fucking bucket but then. that's a very WCW thing, where right. you just go, it was a bit cheap. Right, they, yeah. Someone has got a polystyrene super stormtrooper helmet and they've just sprayed it with glitter and they've got, that'll do. Well, about the... That's a stormtrooper helmet, mate. You can't just put that on television <laughs> and go, this is what we've done. The best thing about that... This, oh, some things I love. Sid Vicious being terrible on the match. Just, just not really know when to stop talking. All of the wrestlers, there's basically... It's like a day where they've not blocked it out and all the wrestlers continually gravitate to turn their backs on the camera and put their heads, the back of their heads in front of each other. And so it's continually the camera moves and then you'll get Davy Boy Smith's back of his head drifting into the thing and it's so it's it's bad before Shockmaster Even falls arrives. ass over t- through a wall <laughs> he tried it earlier in the day it all worked and basically after he tried it someone went I better patch this up and they just put a piece of wood, wood across so at bad. shin level yeah. and so when he bursts through he just falls in that hat rolls off <laughs> he goes g- 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 
Jason. But you can hear in the background David Boy Smith. I think he shouts, he's full his fucking arse, which is even better in his Lancashire accent. He's full his fucking arse. <laughs> Thanks for the cover, David. <laughs> Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it. Oh, but they all, but the shock and awe that happens, like, literally, oh. just, they're just like. It, it's all sort of a quiet falls upon them, and they're like, oh, what, "Who's the first one who's going to speak?" <laughs> if I was one of all the meat who were there, I'd have just gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I just walk off. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? You ruin that section, mate, mate, <laughs> mate. Oh please, mate. Oh mate. Think again. How dare you, man? Oh magic. The wonderful, wonderful world of wrestling. Yes, I enjoy this one. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Sean. It's uh, shortwrestlemepod.com. I mean, by this point, we will have done the Shockmaster at the live show. <laughs> yes. Uh, also worth saying, I, I, I mean, I'm saying this, I, I guarantee we probably have some T-shirts uh, available. Yes. So we will put them up uh, through Twitter and yep. you can buy yourself an official WrestleMePod I'm a Lord Alfred Hayes guy T-shirt or an official Lord Alfred Hayes WrestleMe enamel pin there. Beautiful. Beauty. They will sell out, so get involved. Um, we'll be back next week with more WrestleMania fun. Yeah, it's going to be WrestleMania 13. Unlucky for for some! Does The Undertaker do some stuff about 13? You're going to hate it because it's vicious in the main event. Oh, fuck off. And he shits himself. Yes! I'm excited again. Wrestle me, Pete! Wrestle me, Mark! Shit my pants! <laughs> <laughs>